0: Welcome back. It's the Can Do Divas, Gianna and Chasta. Welcome to the Can Do Divas. I'm Gianna Franco. And I'm Chasta. We are real-life best friends, broadcasters, mommies, here to have a fun, fulfilled, and fearless life with you. Yes. We inspire you to do the same. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing good. I am loving the article that you're bringing to the table today.
0: Oh, this is a goodie. Because it
1: actually matches something that I'm kind of dealing with in my own life, which is hilarious because we haven't talked at all hardly this week because it's been insane per usual. Right. And so when you came over, you're like, so what do we want to talk about today? And I brought something up and you brought an article that literally matched what I was saying, which is very strange. So we'll start with the article and then I'll relate. This is why it works. Yes, I know. This is why we read each other's
0: brains and it makes our lives much easier. I know. I love it. All right. Well, I can't take all credit for it. It is from the Huffington Post. The author is Jay Lickus. What's his name? (laughs) <laughs> Pause, please. Uh, let's reflect on that. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Jay Lickus. All right, Jay, no, Lickus. like lick us, like L I C K U S. Oh, like for real? Okay. For real. I thought wow. it was
1: maybe like L I K K A S or something. More power to you for keeping that it your Jay. whole life.
0: Get it, right? Very cool, all right, Jay. Well, I loved your article because it was all about talking about goals um and he focused it a lot on baby boomers, but I think because baby boomers uh which is a generation a couple of our, our parents our mm-hmm. parents generation or one before us, yeah. uh focus a lot on you know how to plan for their future and like retirement because most of them are either about to do that or are there right at this point, so right. you know having goals and motivation, but I thought it would uh, it kind of makes sense for anyone in any generation because you're always thinking of how to better your life, right? right? I mean, at least you should be on a daily basis. So if you wanted to do this along with us, I would suggest grabbing a piece of paper and a pencil because you might want to jot down some notes because there's really some good information. Great idea. So he presents you with the seven of the quote-unquote hardest simple questions you're ever going to try and answer. Uh Oh, I'm intrigued. Okay. Yes, and I guess uh, a lot of the information he found from LifeShack.org. We like to give credit where credit is due. Oh, for sure. Okay, Chasta, mm-hmm. let's start here. We're going to go with number one. So what are the things I'm most passionate about? So the first step to living a more fulfilling life is to think about the things that you are truly passionate about. Remember our saying? Mm-hmm. What's our saying? Fine, fulfilled, and fearless. That uh-huh. and, oh, what fills my cup and feeds my feeds soul. Your, yeah, yes, feeds your soul. Yes. Exactly. So that is a big thing. And it, those are some of the questions. Like, what do you ask yourself? What do you love? Mm-hmm. What fulfills you? Mm-hmm. What work like what works for you mm-hmm. what doesn't work for you what work that you do on your daily life gives you pleasure and happiness mm-hmm. so what's the first thing that comes to your mind well my child my child obviously is the the first thing that i think of so are we
1: <clears throat> are we talking about in work or in life in general?
0: I think it's based on what your goal is. I mean... Yeah. I think See, the,
1: this is why these are the simplest, hardest questions. Because totally. they're not easy. Like, you think about your children first, if you're a mom at least. Um, you know, you think about that is that's what fills my cup immediately. Like, I love my job. Like I truly love my job. I mean, any job you have to get up at 345 in the morning and work 12 hours for, you better like it. And I still every single day get excited. I've been doing this job for 16 years. Um, and I still get excited every single day whenever I wake up. So with that being said, I love it, but I still super, super duper get excited to come home because that's what fills my cup up the most is my family. Um, so that's what comes to my thought. I'm
0: sure you're the exact same way. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I think every single one of the – I remember having a conversation with one of our new bosses at work and uh, you know, she was asking me about me, who I am, my life and so forth and how I viewed my position there at the station because I work in right. broadcasting right. as well. And I told her, I said, I, I truly love my job. And I said – and, the, and I, I am at a point in my life where if I walk out my door and I don't say to myself – like I'm leaving – I'm I'm walking away from my child for the day. Mm-hmm. He's either going to be in preschool or with right. his grandmother. Right. And if I'm not going to be physically with him, whatever I'm doing at that moment better mean something to me. Absolutely. Because if not – I want to be with him regardless. Like, right. if, I mean, in a perfect world, I'd have a millions and millions of dollars. I'd be podcasting in our own studios and doing our own thing and right. having fun doing that while having our kids with us 24 7. Right. But that's not the perfect world we live in. Right. So, 100%. My family comes first. My son comes first. Um, I put my husband in that category yes. too. But <laughs> my family obviously comes first. And I think that makes me, I, I am the happiest when I'm with him. Yeah. So, totally. I think if I could marry that into what I do here, I would be even more satisfied than I am now.
1: Well, and I think what I love about Candy Divas and what I love about being on the radio, because for those of you who don't know, Gianna works at a sports station and I work at a rock station. And so my favorite part about my job is building a community. Like I call our boneheads. I'm, I work at a radio station called one Oh seven seven, the bone. And I call our boneheads, our bonehead family. And I truly mean that because I've, I mean, you know, I've made actual friends sure. like who I've yeah. recruited into my personal life. They come into my home to our Halloween parties and things like that from people that I've met through the station, just people I've met on the text lines or the bone lines or whatever. So I really love having that community and I love having the platform to make people Feel something, right? Feel happy, laugh, feel inspired, have that moment of like, oh, me too, or I know, I I feel you, like, and I feel like I get to do that at my station job and on this platform. So that's what I'm most passionate about: is connecting with people and inspiring people. Like that fills my cup.
0: So. He says the point is, is to figure out what you love doing and then you have to do more of it. So, and that's why we're doing Candy Divas again. Exactly. Like he's hitting the nail
1: on the head. This is why we've referenced on a previous episode. I think it was the last episode, the confession email that I sent to you. Right. Because Candy Divas has come into and out of reincarnation since 2005 and we have gone through breaks because of life stuff, kids, renovations, jobs, busyness, all of it. But I wrote that email to you like, I need more of this in my life because it is positive energy. It is inspiring others. It builds a community and it makes people, people feel like they are connected to one another
0: and that they can do better. And that's what I'm most passionate about. And I think people, you know, need to find that. Maybe it's photography for some people. Maybe you you have that dream of writing a book, you know, maybe you want to, you know, learn a new hobby, you know, knitting, sewing, whatever it is you need to find where you're passionate about. We happen to be very lucky to do Like what we love love. and that's very unique situation. We know how lucky we are. Totally. I mean, I mean, I pinch myself every day. I was like, thank God, this is what I get to do for a living. I get hope to God. I get to do it for years and years and years and years. But like this, F- it feeds our soul. And mm-hmm. this, I think, inspires us. So this is not our hobby. I mean, but it is our hobby, I guess. It's our podcast. It's our love. But it's our it's- hobby because we, we don't make money off of this platform. Off the that's right. But be, we enjoy being there for other people and trying to better them as well as better ourselves.
1: And that's the thing I had to be like real about coming back into Candidivas this time um, was I didn't care about like – I'm just going to be real. Like open the fourth wall here like I, is that what it's called? Fifth (laughs) wall, whatever. I go behind the curtain. I didn't care about like, before we've been like, how can we make this a business? How can we make money off of it? How can we, you know, and this time I was like, to me in my personal life, it's not about that this time. This to me is about truly filling my cup. If we were able to financially help buy diapers off of this, fantastic. That would be great. (laughs) But this time it's really about serving the community that we build and being a part of something. Like I have found in my Year long, it's been about a year, having a child changed everything for me mentally, I mean. And I've been reevaluating who I am, what my legacy is, what he's going to see me as as he grows up. And it really has changed things for me in a lot of ways. And so Candidivas was a major part of that. I was like, this is something I'm proud of. I'm proud of what we've done. I'm proud of what we've built and what we continue to build and what it means and what we're standing for.
0: I think so and I think that's we always we always try to keep we always try to keep it alive. Totally. Keep it afloat because you do we do love it. Like yeah. I think we really have that It's us. It's in our heart. Right. Yeah, it's in our heart and I think that makes a difference. And I honestly truly believe that you know, when something is like pushes itself naturally and organic and just kind of flows with people who care about it. It sort of works. It's, it sort of becomes what it should be. Right. So I, I see bright things for our future says my crystal ball. (laughs) Um, okay, let's move on to number two. So again, find the thing that you're most passionate about and focus on that and put it, make time to put it into your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, what are your greatest accomplishments in life so far? So Think about this. Think mm-hmm. about your past experiences, the things that you're most proud of in your life. Um, like, how did you get there? Like, what are you doing that you're like, "Whoa, I did this. This is I, I've accomplished this. That's pretty darn good." So think about that. Like, what? Ask yourself that question. What is one of the greatest accomplishments in your life so far? Do you want to take that one first? Um, that's a hard one. It is a hard one. I know it though. You do doing what I'm doing right now okay
1: at at the bone i never in my wildest dreams starting in oklahoma in radio as a, literally as an intern who knew nothing about radio who had no ins- a- aspirations to be in radio at all um to work my way up there move to hollywood get back into radio in la move here and now i'm a co-host on a morning show and i do the middays by myself like holding my own as a female in a very male indus- right. in, uh, industry i mean let's be honest in market number four, I never thought I would do this. This is way above and beyond anything that I ever thought I would accomplish. And it may sound really snooty to say that in some respects, but it also is like, holy shit, I'm really proud of myself. Well, what does sound snooty
0: about that? There's we'll just nothing... be like, oh,
1: I'm so cool. I'm no, you know no, doing no, no. this, that, and the other. But it's that's just- That's the question.
0: It's Right. It, it, it the question is, what are you accomplishments, Right. What are you it took me 17 of. years to get here. And that's great. And no, knowing you yeah. for years- You've known that I, that's like something you've like done this. you the bulk of that. Totally. I remember years ago, God, 10, 15 years ago, talking to you and you came to San Francisco and like visited with your mom and Danny and yes. someone else. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think was your ex-husband. Yeah, um, my ex-husband. We won't go there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and I, I think you even came back and like, I could live in San Francisco. I came I, back
1: with a button that said, I love San Francisco. And like, I told you, this is so weird because I said, I will live there one day. You did. You had that I goal in your mind. I was married to a different dude yeah. at that time in my life. But I knew something about... This place I knew was my home. I- I- I have no idea. I didn't know Jay. I lived in. We lived in Los Angeles. We were happy in Los Angeles. But, we had great jobs, everything was fine oh. there. And I told you, I was like, I will live in San Francisco one day. I never
0: had that thought. I know. <laughs> I drove you here. I was <laughs> like,
1: Okay. I guess I'm coming too. I introduced
0: um, you to your husband now, and and it worked well. Yeah. But you think about like what you put out in the universe. Totally. Mold, you know, law of attraction, the secret. Look at what I turns around. I don't believe in that. So in your because it was in your heart, Chester. and was. I think that's the biggest difference. Like when people think about what they want in their life, it has to truly mean something to yeah, them yeah I think for me I mean I there's probably one more level of my career I want to get to yeah um and hopefully that'll come soon like I would like to get to a point where I have my own show I think um, that's right around the corner and I hope so and I'm I gonna really keep, do I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed for that because I do work in sports broadcasting and it is a very male-dominated field and I think what I've been so successful in it and I've kind of weathered the like the storm you have different hosts all of the above yep um is because i i think i know who i am as a broadcaster in that field yeah like i'm never going to pretend to be the person who does play-by-play or break down the x's and o's of a football game right but um i sure as hell can tell you you know the perspective of a fan and what i love about the game and what these players bring to the table as far as who they are like as themselves, because mm-hmm. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, and I do have some pretty kick-ass sports knowledge, just naturally, and a true love for the game. It's your true passion. It is. It's one of my passions. But I will say this. It's not my biggest accomplishment, not to say that it's it's not, because I think I have one more level I would like to achieve with this. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest accomplishment, and I'm probably going to get a little emotional about this, mm-hmm. and I hate getting this way, mm-hmm. but um, – is having my son. Okay. And I, I know we're bringing back to family, but I'm i not trying to make it being like, oh, she's that girl, you know, like mother, mother, mother. But there was a time in my life where I didn't think I was going to be a parent. Yeah. And you know, oh, and it was your number that since I knew you. I knew that you were going to be a mom one day. Like that was all, I mean, it was a no brainer. It's It's all all I wanted. I wanted to be a mom. And you know, if if it meant being a working career mom, that was okay with me. I felt I could have that balance. But the most important thing to me was being a mom. And you know, getting ha- be, ha- being at a time in my life where I just didn't think that was going to happen. I don't like to talk about this a ton because right. you know me. Yeah. Um, but we struggled with infertility. We had my son through IVF. Um, thank God for science. Yeah. No but kidding. a lot of that is, I think, prayer and love and hope and dreams. Uh, yeah. And he truly is my biggest accomplishment because. From the beginning, like I've watched this little guy grow and every day I say to myself, like, holy cow, I made him. Like yeah. that like my husband and I created this little man who is like smart and amazing and funny and handsome and just anything you could ever possibly want and in your kind. child and kind and yeah. sweet and loving and like he, he like what every single day he blows my mind. Like yeah. it is He is beyond my wildest dreams of just what being a mother would have been. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe he is my biggest accomplishment.
1: I said that to Jay the other day. I said, isn't it beautiful having a child? Because literally to me, I can sit back and go, he's the best thing I've ever done. Ever. I mean, obviously, you know, in talking about career, that's two different things. But yeah, like, I mean, he's the best thing I've ever done. So I feel like I can sort of be like... Whew, got that out of the way. Like, he's here. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, check. I mean, it's true because that is a real part of your legacy. He is what you will leave behind. Uh, totally. Totally is. And he speaks for who you are <clears throat> because, like you just said, you made him.
0: I made him. And it's I the most important thing you'll ever do. And, like, when people tell me, oh, my God, he's so this, he's so that, he's so well-behaved, he's so smart. And I'm like, well, you don't see him when he tries to brush his teeth. But, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's those moments where when he misses the toilet, when he pees. Yeah. Um, but you have that moment where you're just like, God, I feel so proud of just what you're trying so hard to do. So I definitely would put him as my biggest accomplishment, but in a way, like if I look at it in the sense of maybe I never hit that next level of my career, mm-hmm. I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. Because I think with what I've set up in my life and the hours I've worked, I work physically, you know, five, six hours out of the home a day. Right. It works for me to still be focused on him. And that's the and most that's important part. And the most to important totally. to me. So can I just clarify something? Cause I yeah. don't
1: want, I, I hate when people do this. I said that that is the best thing you've ever done or, or will ever do as a mother but if you're a woman who has no intention to have children or you can't or you don't want to or whatever that is that is totally fine too totally. because I cannot stand when people try to pressure people to have children or have another child like you, your life is just as important if whether
0: or not you have kids I just I had to get that out there because oh, no. it's a pet peeve of mine absolutely and yes. I think whatever you choose um, I mean another pet peeve is too is like you don't understand compassion of being a, of a parent because you don't have kids yeah that one, because we've all been kids totally yeah. and we all know what a mother's love feels like absolutely so I always get mad at people about that too i'm like okay yeah maybe like i get so it does it chaps my high does someone's like well you have no idea because you've never been a parent oh that's one of that was has always been one
1: of our biggest pet peeves it was whenever we weren't mothers and now that we are mothers you would think that changed and it doesn't it doesn't i mean things change like there's there's things that i laugh out that i said before i was a mom but that's not one of them like (laughs) it drives me crazy it does it
0: drives me nuts too because again you know we were all kids. We yeah, all know. exactly. We're, we've all had parents. Yeah, hopefully good ones. Yeah. Um. So continue to do the things that you've been most fulfilling for you, so that you're proud of. So if there, these are things you focus on. Maybe you want to. Your biggest accomplishment is running a marathon. Yeah. Do more of that. Yeah. That's for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number three, if my life had absolutely no limits, what would I choose to have and what would I choose to do? This no is one of the hardest whatsoever. questions ever. Would you have a cool uh, experience? Uh, what if you had all the money, the time, the world, or would you go somewhere specifically? Uh, what... What and who would you spend time with? Uh, These are all questions you can ask yourself. Maybe write these down. Um, And it doesn't mean you need to have millions of dollars to be happy, Mm -hmm. but if you had every resource, what would you do with every resource? The funny thing is, is Jay and I, we kind of get lost in talking about this
1: uh, sometimes about, you know, the what if you won the lottery thing. The funny thing is I wouldn't sell our home.
0: No, oh, I love mine too I
1: love, yeah, I love our home. I love what we build because we did build it um from the ground up pretty much. we renovated it, we gutted it completely, so I love this place. I would probably you know, I would travel a little bit more. I do find that that's something that used to be a massive part of my life that isn't as much because my job has taken a big, much bigger role. I don't feel comfortable taking as much time off. I do have a one year old there are things that are a little bit trickier um so if i had if I had more means i would I would make that happen that would be. And I don't know how I don't know how that would because I guess if I had more money I could just take unpaid time off I don't know but that <laughs> that to me is is a, a big a missing link in okay. my life you know because you know how I feel about travel oh yeah I travel I'm I feel like I'm a, a citizen of the world as cheesy and cliche as that sounds I do feel that way and so I feel like that feeds my soul and feeds my cup is whenever I'm in a foreign country especially where I can't speak the language and I'm lost and it's just that's the best it's exciting that's the best feeling ever and I want to make sure that. Feeling my filling my cup that way, I inspire Cody to do the same. Like my mom gave me that, and I want to give my son that because I feel like that's the best way you learn is getting out of your comfort zone, and especially in culture. And God knows we need to be more graceful with people that aren't just like us. I know, you know what I mean. I mean, I'm that's a whole nother Oprah. I'm not going to go there, but I just think that travel does that for you. So that would be my biggest incorporation. Cause I love my job. I wouldn't quit my job. I love where I live. I'm spending time with people that I want to spend time with already. It would just, you know what? It would free up money and time for someone to clean my house on a weekly basis <laughs> <laughs> and do my laundry. All that crap would be taken care of. That would be major. I kind of laugh about it, but could you imagine? Oh my God. I'm kind of on your same page with that. How of the hours you would save if you didn't have to do all the mom crap work, oh like my God, and just be laundry. a mom fun. Like I told Jay that yesterday. Okay. Sorry. Side tangent. Cody is so he's, he's, he loves Jay and I both. Okay. Let's do another episode about this. But Cody is very much a daddy's a boy. Like he, he loves on me, but he's crazy about his dad. And do you know why? God love my husband, but he doesn't do hardly. He does the fun stuff. He does the fun stuff. And it's like, so when I have Cody, yes, Cody and I play, but I'm also trying to get the dishes done or trying to get the laundry done or doing all these things. So I'm not as like, I don't get to take him to the park and take him on a bike ride and all these things. Because if I do, our house like literally will fall apart. (laughs) And God bless my husband. He does think that he does a lot, which he does he he is the CFO. I am the CEO of our house. This is our joke. I'm the CEO. I keep the ship running. He's the CFO, the chief financial officer. Yeah. So he has, brings in the bulk of the money and all of that stuff. But he gets to have the fun, and it sucks. I don't know where I was going with that, but, uh, oh yeah. Yes. Back to people would do the crap and then I could have more fun with my kid. And then my kid might be as crazy about me as he is about daddy.
0: I can I understand like to that to the park more. I think that's important. I think having, I, that, I think that's my biggest thing too. Like when you ask this question, if I had absolutely no limits, what would I choose to have? Right? And Hire what I choose to do? to do everything. Uh, if I had no limits in financially, are you kidding me? I mean, I would do exactly what I'm doing now, but on crack. Right. You know what I mean? right. It would be on a whole nother level. And I would, I would have people do like the minutia that right. I can't, I just don't have time Time for laundry, dishes. I mean, like organizing my files, my paperwork. My pet peeve. I don't mind cleaning a bathroom because I'm a. I do not like yeah. a dirty bathroom. I do not mind cleaning the bathroom. I don't mind cleaning the dishes or the kitchen. I hate laundry. Yeah, I hate yeah. doing laundry. That is my. Chore that I'm like, if I could pass it off to somebody else, right. I would. Yeah. My husband's not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> Says my cute black dress he washed literally last Saturday that I will never get to wear again. Oh, crap. I know. And I know he meant well. See, that's the thing. Jay but means like, well, too. I know. I get it. Build my house, dude. Work on the things I know. that you're good yeah. out. I got this part, you <laughs> exactly. know? But that laundry will sit in the laundry basket for like four days. Yeah. And then the other laundry that needs to go in the laundry basket, because it's dirty, is on the pile on my floor. Yeah. And, and the clean I stuff- it's still in the – it's like sitting there and totally. I just put it away. I know. So then it becomes like I have to put this away just so I have a basket to get the dirty stuff into the laundry and wash that. It's just a whole – like I'm doing laundry today. Like that's my to-do. Totally. But yeah, I think I, if I had unlimited funds, it would absolutely absolutely be someone to completely just deal with all the stuff that I don't have all time for. All the minutia for. of life that takes
1: away – any amount of fun that you want to add to your life.
0: Totally. I think yeah. I would probably, you would much
1: rather play with my kid. Like I know me parents too. who Don't like playing with their children. Like I personally know parents that are like, they would much rather sit by, have a glass of wine and you know, do just low, check out. Yeah, totally. And check out. I'm not that girl. Like I want to sit down on the floor and play yes, trucks with my kids. Fun. But when you have, when you're
0: swimming in laundry, <laughs> somebody's got to do it. I want to go to like <laughs> Disneyland yes. every other weekend. You know, yes. I love my Disney. Right. But I mean like things like that, or just yeah. like throw Falcon in the car for three days days and drive up and on a weekend trip. Yeah. Go on like a weekend trip, go down to the Monterey Bay aquarium, go explore, you know, the mountains and the trees and whatnot. And I don't like that kind of crap. I know, but But I know he would for him. Exactly. And I would do it because I'm like, all right, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Your answer (laughs) to that was perfect. Do what we're doing on crack. Do what we're doing. Exactly. That (laughs) that is what I would be doing. I just need the finances (laughs) to sort of get through that. Yeah. And I honestly, I think one of the biggest things too is, you know, We've been dealing with our, our renovation for like, I don't know, seven years. Yeah. I was going to say 12, maybe, 12 years. Maybe yeah. three. Maybe three. <laughs> but it feels like seven. Um And I feel bad because my husband is doing a lot of the work. Yeah. So I think if I did have the financial means, I would free up his time. Oh, God, yeah. You know, give him a little bit of a break. Give him his life back. Hopefully he won't hear this. I know. (laughs) Um, But anyway, whatever the answer is to these questions, you need to set goals that are based on what you're saying. It's a great question. And here's the thing. So if there's a way that you think, okay, well, to get to A, B, and C, I need to do (laughs) E-D-C-D-E. And to do that, I'm like, okay, I need to make, maybe I need to figure out a way to monetize things and make a little bit more money. But I feel like when you put it out there, it sort of works itself out. Totally. So anyway. These are great questions. I know. All right. This is one of the most generic questions in the world, but you know what, when you think about it, you need to always ask yourself this. What are your goals in life? And you should break it down. Yeah. Like, don't just look at it as one whole, this is my big goal in life. I want to, you know, retire when I'm 45. Um on a beach in the Caribbean. What are your health goals? What are your career goals? What are your family goals? And what are your spiritual goals? Those are questions I yeah. think you need to always figure out. So you should write those down and like do a page each, yeah. take a page and just journal on it yeah. and see what comes out.
1: I, and I don't know that we need to go into our goals necessarily specifically because they're ever changing. At least for me, I, like we talked about on a previous podcast, I break down my goals in about three month chunks. Um, and I'll be totally honest with you. I'm a, It's very hard for me to plan big picture for the future because I am a gypsy spirit. That's how my mom is. We don't really look at life as like this big grand end game. Like saving for retirement is really hard for me because I like to just – Live for the day, like you know. I don't really, yeah. It's not in my nature to plan for retirement and plan what's my five year plan and like all that (laughs) stuff. It just doesn't work for me. I'm like, I can plan that I'm going to go to Costa Rica in May. That's what I can plan, you know. (laughs) So it's it's hard for me. So that's why for me, I break it down into categories, like you just said. Those are great categories, and then I break that down like, what do I want to accomplish in that in the next three months? Like that's just my brain works better that way. I just I don't know if I'm gonna be here in five years. I don't know if I'm gonna be here in ten years. So well, I'm thing. not gonna to wait to travel when I'm old because what if I have a bad hip? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Seriously. No, I agree. That's I... why I'm just like if you want to do something, you need to do it now. I agree. I think that's but very... do you save your money. I am working on that.
0: Right. And it's there's ways you can do that. Acorn app, I think Oh you... my god, by the way, I gotta update you on that. I've got some money in that thing. Now. I know, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't it's that cool? Yep. Um and ju- it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. It's crazy. You're just like, like don't even oh my god, it. where did this come from? Don't even miss it. I know. It's very, very cool. Um there's little things you can do nowadays. There's a lot of resources at your fingertips where you can put money aside to plan for your future. And you should do
1: that. Please don't take me wrong. You should do yeah. that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and there's ways you can do it that you don't even notice you're missing it. Yeah. You and know, you still just kind live. of adjust to it and be fine with it. Um, you know, health goals, career goals, family goals, spiritual goals, those are all very important things. And, you know, don't be angry or upset if those goals change. Like that's the whole point. We change as people. As you get older, your life changes. Think about this. You know, at some point in your life, you make a decision to marry a total of complete stranger. Like you are making a commitment to live with someone who you really don't know. Right. It's a stranger for the rest of your life. So yeah, things could change based on who you marry. Things could change based on how many kids you have. Mm -hmm. Things could change based on if you decide not to have kids. Maybe you have a job that you're like, I'm over this. Like, I'm going to do this now. Uh, So don't be afraid if you do put these goals down that these goals change with your life, which they do. They do. And I think and every, so often you have to reassess, Yeah, you, you know, it's good, you know, every year, every birthday, whatever you call your new year. We just had Chinese new year. Yep. Gung Hai Fat Choi. Exactly. Um, yesterday. Yeah. And so if that's your new year, is that your, if that's your reset day, right. Cause it's all different. We talked about this in another podcast. Right. Uh, then just reset your goals and yeah. just make sure you're following along the ones that mean something to you. I, I do like the breakdown. Yeah. I do like that a lot. I think spiritual is where I lack most these days. Oh yeah. Me too. For Health. sure. Eh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know Health is where I excel the most. I know spiritual is where I so need some good. help, but I will say this: um, just a, a a plug that really will not help me at all because I'm not affiliated with it. But what I use is the 90 day push journal which is uh, from Shillene Johnson. And that's because it is 90 days, uh, three months like that to me works. And it does break it down. Just like you said, in all aspects of your life, like your environment, your children, your family, your love, your friendships, it breaks it down and you literally have to score yourself. Every time you start a new 90 day journal, you score yourself in each area of your life and then you create goals as to what you want to accomplish in each area.
0: So it goes along with this perfectly. And that's important. Um, So once you figure those answers out to each of these, you'll have a much better idea of what you should do with your life. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Who do you admire most in the world? Like who is the person that you feel like you want to follow in their path of success? Now, Everyone's level of success is differently. You yeah. know, like what person in your life are their great qualities or what person do you admire, maybe a celebrity or someone that's in your field that have these best qualities? Do you respect them? What about them do you respect? And what can you learn from them? Think about that person. Who would that person be? No doubt about it, Shalene Johnson, for me, like a
1: thousand percent. She's my Oprah. Everyone else says Oprah. She's my Oprah. Like, And I'll tell you specifically why, because she is a man of God or a woman of God. She is very... um real with she has built community with her followers, her lifers, as she calls them, I'm definitely a lifer because she is very honest. She's very open. She does sell things, but she only sells things that improve people's lives, uh, like fitness, you know, yeah. fitness things or water bottles or, well, she's you make know. going she, she Well, and it's she her literally, brain. It's, she's a life hack queen. Like, if she finds a life hack, she's like, oop. I'm, and she's the girl that's like, I'm not going to share this life hack with you. I'm going to make it my own and then I'm going to sell it to you because I, I'm going to make money and there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm going to make your life better in the meantime. And so she sells journals and all these things but she's just such a go getter and she's this tiny little blonde five foot one woman that like literally rules her own world she has you know i think like probably at least 20 employees that she takes care of that's awesome you know she she's built like multi-million dollar multiple multi-million dollar companies and sold them like she is just she's incredible and she rocks my world so definitely if we're picking
0: a celebrity or someone like that without a doubt she's yours oh yeah lifer I mean, mine's Oprah. Yeah. And mine's been reason. Oprah from the beginning. She's like a tiny Oprah. She is, like, that's, I, that's, and that's great. Yeah. Which is why I, I like yeah. Chilene too. Um, Oprah's my girl. And it's not just because of what she's accomplished in all of her life. I love where she came from. Yeah. I love what she did in the beginning of her life and, you know, in the beginning of her career, I should say, mm-hmm. and how she progressed and worked hard and got to where she is today. Yep. And I think if there is anyone in this world that you can admire for a lot of the things she's done. She's definitely that person. I know that she said some controversial stuff here and there and people, you know, people have their own opinions of her. (laughs) It is what it is. But for me personally, in my life, I have always looked to her as someone that I would like to model my life after. Mm -hmm. Um, from the everything from how she speaks from her aura, how she touches people's lives how she does things to her struggles with weight yeah to her you know her goofiness you know she truly like i feel like she's she is like you're my best friend yeah Oprah's my best friend in my head that's and how i feel about chalene totally i, I really it. think if we like met and hung out and had coffee you would, she would love me too totally <laughs> and we would actually have a, we would vibe yeah. we totally would yeah, i understand so oprah is my and i'm sure a lot of you may have that oprah too i mean that's probably or maybe oprah is yours yeah but she's truly mine from the beginning oh you've always been like every episode yeah yeah <laughs> yes every episode everything I love that I love her I love what she's done she's definitely so this is interesting it's been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with
1: I am literally listening to a podcast series right now about that she's introducing introducing us her listeners to her five that's because interesting it's, true. it's totally true there's I'm telling you there's a ton of science behind this and it could be good and bad and ugly because you could be surrounding yourself by people that aren't doing good things for you simply because you kind of have them at work or they are in your life yes, for whatever just reason. thinking. Yeah. I mean, the top five is just the five people, not that you prioritize. It's the five people that are in your life the most. So that's probably um, if you have a significant other, that would be your husband or your wife or your mom or your best friend. That's like three. But then the other like three people in my life are Lamont, Tinelli, and Baby Huey. Right. I mean, just because I spend more time with them every day than I do my husband. Right. You know, so I am part of those men. I am. They, they, those people rub off on you. So you need to pay very close attention to the people that are in your life the most. This is interesting to me because I did not read
0: this part. Like, oh, I just skimmed it and I kind of missed that. i have been, I'm telling you, I've been deep into a podcast about this. So it says, don't waste your time with people who hold you back yep. from achieving your dreams. You should spend more time with happy, successful, optimistic people and you'll become one of them. And this also is really interesting. Think about this.
1: This also includes the people you surround yourself and give your time to online because Shalene Johnson and I have never met. She wouldn't know me from Adam, but I give her at least half an hour to an hour of my day every day because I listen to her podcast. So her words are in my head. They're affecting who I am, right? I'm like having an aha moment. I'm telling you the first time I read this, I had the same aha moment. I went. Oh, crap. I mean, thank God I'm surrounded by great people, but there have been times in my life where I haven't. So you have to think about like, is this person a good influence on me? Are they a drama queen? Do they talk crap on people and they bring that out of me? Like you really have to think about that. I am seriously. So it could be people that you listen to. It could be us. We could be somebody's top five because people listen to our podcast all the time. You know what I mean? So you really need to watch out who you give your time to. Your time is your most valuable thing in your world. And so, who you give that to really matters. It changes who you are. I can see you're. I'm having moment a moment about this. Face. I know, isn't it crazy? Like
0: Where it's like, feel, like I feel it in my gut right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Like there's like just I'm just going through the I'm just going through the people in my life and through my head and through my day, and mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, you are. And then when you think about that, you're like, wow, okay. I spend this much time with this person, this person, this person, and then you look back and think at some of your actions recently, and totally. you're like, wow. And you can that see where that, that person that is that and person. now. I know exactly where. We're not proud of some of this right now. Totally. Right. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. There's some of it I'm okay with. Some of it I do not like right now at all. There are some people in my life that bring out bad parts of me. I mean, and I think everybody could say that. Oh yeah. I mean, there's always going to, there's always that person that sucks you down a little bit. That's true. They just care for and love for other reasons, but they just have that thing about them. They might have some little quirk about them that
1: you, that you have, but you actually on a regular basis can keep that sort of squash. But when you're around them, they bring it out of you. That's what I find happens.
0: We're going to do a whole podcast right? on this. I know. It is mind
1: blowing. This I didn't is know that really was in this
0: article or I would incredible. have. Incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. So, wow. I know. Okay. Well. It makes you reevaluate, doesn't it? I'm about to make that list tonight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, spend more time with happy, successful, optimistic people and you'll become one of them. One thing I have done lately in regards to this is um I am starting to volunteer more for a school called the Mission Dolores Academy uh-huh. and um they've invited me to be on their board, which awesome. they have to vote on it and so forth, but it's kind of a big deal and I'm very pleased and- honored that they would have been wanted me to help and be a part of it. Right. Um, but this, it's a school, it's a private school in San Francisco, but it is like 90% funded by, you know, fundraising. Right. Um, because these are, this school is geared towards families that just don't have the means to give their kids the best education possible. I love this. It's an amazing, it's, it's really, really, these kids are great. In fact, I'm going to go speak to the kids, these seventh and eighth graders at the end of the month. And, um, what I loved about it is they asked me to come MC an event. Actually, Damon, my co-host in the afternoon, was unavailable to MC an event. Okay. And so he's like, hey, do, do, do you can you do it? Do you have time? I was like, absolutely, because I love the cause. Yeah. I went down. I toured the school. I met the head of the school. Um, I met this beautiful lady, Sarah, who is very involved. She's on the board. Uh, just, what they're, just what they're doing is really, really incredible because one of the biggest things that stuck out to me about it and is why I'm so excited to get involved is that they – like these kids are there from in the morning and in through the evening mm-hmm. and many of them, like this is their home away from home mm-hmm. because their their home situations are, you know, sometimes unstable, mm-hmm. sometimes scattered. Yeah. Their parents are working 12 hours a day just to keep a roof over their heads. Some of them live in multi, you know, multifamily households. Right. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's lives that you and I don't experience. Right. Exactly. Um, And it's, it's, they offer a place for these kids to have this amazing, incredible education especially for kids who would never have that. yeah. And I really, it just resonated with me. You That's know, I was awesome. like, okay. So I love that I'm surrounding myself with these children. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's people. great. That makes yeah. me feel good about that. But I'm just going through the list. Anyway, we will do it. Let's six. write a note on that. <sighs> yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll make another this podcast got heavy for me. I know. Um, what do I not like to do? We know the laundry, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that we've covered. An important part of figuring out what you want to do with your life is honestly assessing what you do not want to do. So, what are the things that you actually despise? What bugs you the most about your current job? Uh, maybe you hate meetings. Maybe you uh, you know spend in, sit in a desk six hours a day. Whatever the case is, whatever your personal situation is, the point is, if you want something to change in your life, you need to take action and assess the things that don't make you happy. Okay. So, just give me one thing in your life that you do not like to do well I'm gonna have to plead the fifth
1: on this one because uh I'm a public figure and you are as well and if I say what I'm not happy with about at work uh it could become a moment gotcha. so I'm gonna plead the fifth on that but there are things at work that um don't have anything to do with anybody I work with because I love them it's just the yeah some some details at my work that um need to be fixed
0: okay okay that's fair enough. Line. Put it out in the universe. It's yeah. okay, but not details.
1: I got it. Yeah, okay. basically, I need a contract and I need it yesterday, <laughs> and I need more money. So that's all I'm going to. That's all I'm going to go into. But that that's that's the long and short of it. I'm a hardworking girl.
0: Yes, you are, and I'm not getting the funds that uh, show that. So I'll I'll leave it at that. You, um, I think in like my current job situation, I've been very vocal lately in the last year and a half. Yeah, about wanting more. Yeah, um, and doing more, and kind of you know, making more of my path and my stamp and so forth. So I'm trying to take those steps. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, I think everyone wants to make a little bit more money, right? You know, um, that would be nice, of course, but I don't know if it's something I do not like to do in the sense of at work. They're mostly for the most part, everything I do at work is pretty good in what I enjoy. Um, but I see, I know your perspective. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, but what I do, I I love doing everything I do. I just do a lot of it and don't get paid for it. Okay. There, I've said too much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've said too much. Okay. Stop talking to I think, my, I think
0: mine just comes from like a household perspective. Like I, I hate, I, I just don't like to do laundry. I don't like to clean the house. Yeah. I don't like to deal with that stuff. Yeah. I'm exactly. at a point in my life where I don't want to waste time doing it. Yeah. I just you want know? to play with my kid. I want to play when with my I'm kid. I want to go shop for a cute new couch. I totally. mean, just I know. little things like that. So yeah. I don't know. I, if I could buy time, I would buy time. Absolutely. I don't feel completely unsatisfied. There's, I don't think I put my, I think we've sort of done this in our past. Yeah try to take the things out of our life that we don't enjoy doing. Oh yeah. There's things you have to do. Yeah. So, okay. But think about that. Maybe you have a different feeling and a different thought. So write that down. All right. Last one. Number seven. How hard am I willing to work to get what I want? Okay, let's be honest. Great accomplishments do not come easy. God, no. And they are not – I mean not everyone can like walk into a bar and get discovered by a a Hollywood director.
1: Exactly, yeah. So –
0: Unfortunately. You need to go back through this list. Go back through these pages if you made notes and answered these questions and kind of really have that – aha moment is what they say here in the article. Look at that. Um, And even if it's small and insignificant, like what are you going to do and work at to get what you want?
1: Yeah. And then you may come to a point in your life, like where I'm at is where I have given, I feel like I've given everything I have to give to my work and now I'm trying to pull back from it. Because when you're not, when you're not appreciated for doing a hundred million jobs, then you have to go, okay, I have given everything and it's gotten me to the place where I'm happiest, right? I, like I said, totally. biggest accomplishment in my career is where I'm at right now, but I have to go, okay, but I have, it has to be fair. So then I have to go, okay, like you just said, whatever takes me out of my house, better damn well mean something. And, yep. it, and it, it needs to be worth my while or because I'm leaving my child and, or I'm paying for daycare to do so. So then you kind of get to a point in your life. Where you're like, okay, I'm killing myself for my job job. Now re- reprioritize and see where that lands you. So that's where I'm at on that one.
0: So you need to, so maybe you need to just like take the next step. Yeah. You know, to yeah. how to improve that situation in right. your life that would balance it out. Right. You know, because you're at the fulfillment portion of what it does for you in your heart.
1: And I'm also at the point of I can't I
0: can't add anything else to my plate. That's exactly. the place I'm at. So now there needs to be the financial part that balances that out. Exactly. So yeah, that's or definitely stuff starts coming off the plate. Totally. And I don't and I think that's totally fair. And yeah. here's the thing. I think when you're in a situation where you're trying to achieve the next goal, you are gonna go above and beyond. Yeah. As asked of you. And, and I always have. Yeah, and you're gonna do more right. than, you know, Then what's expected of you, you're going to do more than what maybe you're being paid for and things like that. I get that. But once you get to that point, then there has to be, you have to have a moment like, aha, okay, I'm here. But when you're sacrificing your family time or your sleep or your health or your stress or your sanity, then it's a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, they, it's just sometimes when you give a lot, of, give a lot to someone or something, they will take. They take and they get spoiled and they get accustomed to it. Exactly. And that's very hard to bring somebody back from that. Right. It's like a child. Amen. Uh, so take the first steps toward improving your life. You won't regret it. I promise. Um, and just make sure you always continue to ask yourself these questions. Reevaluate. So how, reevaluate. So how do you do this? Okay. So if you're like us, mm-hmm. we like to journal. We like to make notes. Right. Apparently, uh, Jay Lickus does too. <laughs> Love you, Jay Lickus. <laughs> And here's the thing. Don't be afraid to scratch things out, to highlight things here, to right. maybe, you know, like I have a bag of pens in my purse. Mm-hmm. There's like 65 pens in my purse. Yeah. I know that's ridiculous, but I had, but I think we talked about this. Yeah, like I have to color use coordinated. this to color coordinate in life. like, this is where my eyes go. totally. So I absolutely need to use that to journal and to make my notes and to use my calendar. So yep. if that's your bag, don't be afraid to be messy about it and honest about it. Make the commitment to yourself and give yourself some time to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, th- we did this in our podcast. Yep. So we got it out. Right. We're good. Yep. You guys need to do that too. So give yourself 30 minutes, you know, whatever it takes on like a weekly basis, daily basis to get yourself kind of aligned in where you want to be with your life.
1: And now that we've done it and we've had this conversation, we're going to reflect on it and make the changes that we feel we need to make. Yeah. Or not. Are we happy? You know, that kind of thing.
0: And spread it around, you know, but like if you have a saying, I think you have a saying on your mirror. Yeah, I do. I'm a badass bitch. All right. Badass bitch. (laughs) Spread it around. You know what I mean? Put it it on your mirror. Put it in your car. Because I have to like, I have to
1: think that way. I'm going into, like I said earlier, I'm going in to a job where it's a male dominated industry. So I have to have a certain amount of badassery you do. You know, you have to be confident. You have to hold your own to, to run with the big boys. You kind of, you have to. Yeah. So there's, there's, that is on my mirror every day when I wake up and put my makeup on. That's the first thing I see. I'm a badass bitch. And it puts me in the right frame of mind because I am, that's, I can, I can get it done. I know I can I don't need to rely on anyone else. I can get it done. And so that's the brain I have to have and when I go perfect. into work.
0: It. And that's really good. So what I've done uh, lately, like the last year is I will um, send myself an email. Oh, nice. And, and what I do, what I do is I go back and I like, search the subject line because my emails get lost and I'll save them in a folder, but I just do the mm-hmm. search for it because I know how to find it in yeah. 30,000 emails. God knows you don't have them in a folder. Um, God knows. Love And you. then um, – and like I make myself notes that day or I send myself a little note like, all right, today you had a rough day, but tomorrow you're going to do this and this is going to be like – you're going to kick ass. Fantastic. Or remember you are a star. Make sure you shine, you That's know, little great. things like that. And I will go back and I will, I will do my little search and then all my notes will come up from the past year. Awesome. I probably have like 25. Yeah. I don't do it every day. I just yeah. do it something whenever kind of you need it or when it comes to you and I go through and I read them.
1: That's great. That is and it how it you. totally does. Totally. This is why I keep all my journals on, uh, which is a whole nother Oprah because <laughs> uh, yeah, I should be able to throw them away, but I keep them for that reason. Cause you go back and read two years ago. What was I grateful for? Oh yeah.
0: You know, you totally. have those moments. Absolutely. All right. So know where you're headed. Yep. know what you want know what you don't need to get there, know what you need to get there and do something about it. But most importantly, love yourself and remember it's sometimes just about the journey. Exactly. Have grace with yourself. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. Talk to you next time.